Welcome, 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 everybody, to this week's episode of the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show. Uh, your favorite show where uh, three brothers tell you their expert opinions on uh, sports and mostly hockey. Uh, we got the the NFL playoff picture coming together, uh, but more importantly, we got some World Juniors, and we're only three weeks away from a little NHL uh, hockey boys. So. Uh, we're going to give our thoughts on maybe the four teams that come out of the North Division this week. Um, so we got that to look forward to. But uh, uh, first, uh, what's up, guys? Uh, Lou, how's uh, good old Dayton? Uh, good. Just kind of like it's kind of same as last time. I'm in a little bit of a holding pattern. Got a storage unit last week. So end of this week, I'm going to try to start start moving some of the stuff into there. Uh, but just uh, just gearing up, I'm going to. No idea if I'm going to miss day one of hockey, but uh, I might be traveling uh, that day, but we shall see. Yeah, we probably won't tell everyone exactly uh, the the dates and times of uh, U.S. military movements. But but, uh, also, uh, we did have Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, How was it uh, out in Ohio? I'm sure you did it with the, the girlfriend. Uh, yeah, so I did uh, Christmas Eve uh, and then Christmas morning with uh, her and her family and then popped out back out here around noon and then had a couple friends over that were all just kind of stuck around. So, All right. Ty, how was uh, Christmas in Beantown? It was good. It was small with uh, Mikey and uh, his fiance's family. So uh, nice. We went out to dinner. So the first time we've been out to dinner for Christmas Eve. Um, but it was real Italian Christmas, so. Kind of probably what you were in siege, a lot of food, and um, it was good. Yeah, came, home, came home with some leftovers, so that's always clutch. Did you eat a lot of fish? Uh, I did on Christmas Eve, but we went out to eat Christmas Eve, so we didn't do like the the seven fishermen. But well, we, uh, yeah, I can't was, say we did the seven either, but we did have fish. There was no fish on Christmas Day, but they got it catered. She makes her own sauce, but they keep it that's, keep it pretty easy. Well, it's um, Christmas Eve. The, the, you have the seven fishes. I know. I know that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, the crowd. The crowds do that. So I've been a part of that before. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Or, or at least the leftovers. But um, yeah, <laughs> it was solid. But uh, pretty warm here in Beantown. You know, went for a bike ride today. It was solid. Nice. And uh, I don't mean to exclude uh, any of the other holiday people, of course. Um, you know, happy Hanukkah to those. And uh, uh, I'm not still, you know, after 31 years, not exactly sure what Kwanzaa is. Uh, if uh, anybody wants to give me a Kwanzaa history lesson, I would love to know. It's going on right now, I think. I think it's a, it's like an a- African cultural tradition. I don't know if it's religious or it might be, but um, I think it comes from that. That's all I'm going to say, though. <laughs> I think maybe we need. Uh, maybe I'll start a segment on the show like uh, holidays you don't get off from work in America. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe we'd learn. I thought maybe we'd learn a little bit since. Uh, but uh, uh, I can't uh, knock it. We haven't had a new segment in a while, so you know <laughs> I like to like the attempt. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't have anything prepared anyway. This is just uh, coming off the top of my head, but. Uh, <laughs> Hey, well, you got a good intro going. You set us out three things. We'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I try. Um, well, then, then how do you want to start? We got a little bit of news uh, since. Yeah, uh, there's, since there's been some talk. movement. Finally, some trades. Actually, it's really just the Islanders and Ottawa, I think. <laughs> a couple signings, too. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll turn it over to you, Luke. Uh, real quick, I want to pop out. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist is scheduled for open heart surgery. So uh, thoughts and prayers to him. I'm sure they've got the, the best team of doctors possible on it. But uh, I, the words open heart surgery are never not a scary thing. So uh, we hope that yes. knocks it out and maybe he gets a quick recovery and maybe he even gets gets involved late in the season. I'm not sure what the recovery for open heart surgery is. but Prayers uh, for Hank. Who knows? But now they got uh, Craig Anderson trying out, right? Uh, yes, we were going to get into Craig Anderson. Uh, there's a bunch of players that signed um, 
tri- uh, professional tryouts. Uh, so Craig Anderson with Washington, um, Michael Delzato with Columbus, Mike Hoffman with St. Louis. Somehow he couldn't get signed. I I don't really know how that happened. Uh, but those are the big names. Uh, yeah, uh, that's surprising. PTO is usually like back end of your career, like. You know, Delzato hasn't played in a while, yeah. and it's, it's weird because, you know, even if he does make the team, he's still going to get paid like four or five million, I feel like. It's gonna, that's weird. Yeah, I, I, that I shocked me when I saw that Mike Hoffman was on a I don't know. What the, yeah, I don't know what the rules are after you make the team on a PTO, but uh, I think there's got to be something like behind that that we don't know about like uh, that was the best deal he could get was a tryout with the blues that not i mean that's going to make the blues incredible i don't know what their cap situation is but that's a nice piece for st louis uh actually cap friendly has him listed with the blues at 5.1 I wonder if that's what he was making, and like that's the rule—is you have to make what you were making. Maybe because was he was an he was a UFA or was he a restricted free agent? No, it's definitely not a rule for PTOs because guys go on PTOs and get signed for like league minimums. That's kind of why it's strange that he's signing for this because if I feel like the only way you sign a PTO is no one else wants you, and some teams willing to give you a shot. It's just crazy that no team is willing to even pay Hoffman. They're not even willing to pay him. Like, only the Blues are willing to give him a shot. That's, I just don't get it. Yeah, there's got to be something going on. Uh, but any, anywho, uh, Corey Perry uh, finally gets picked up. He's going to go one year for $750,000 uh, to the Montreal Canadiens, and they just keep getting stronger and stronger. CJ, I know you mentioned uh, their lineup um, looking pretty damn good. And it really, yeah. it really is. I they uh, I think the the Canadians like season preview came up on the NHL news feed, and uh, like uh, or maybe it was on, yeah. And I think it one did. of the pictures is is their lineup, and uh, I'm looking through it, and I'm like, damn, you know, this team is like a, a lot stronger than they've been in the past. Uh, I think they're gonna slot Corey Perry on that fourth line with Paul Byron and don't remember who was in the middle, but uh, third line was like Drew Ann. Yeah. No, Armia was playing with uh, Drew Ann and um, and Kakinami. Yeah. Uh, That's the third line. So uh, we'll get into the Canadians a little bit more when we do our, uh, our North preview, but they're they're going to be a team to look at for sure to come out of that North Division, a tight North Division. Tight. Um, and then uh, before we cascade too far into that, uh, we got it was an interesting trade. I assume this is Tampa Bay trying to get cap compliant because uh, Cedric Paquette and Braden Coburn and a second round pick uh, were traded to the Ottawa Senators uh, for Anders Nielsen. Uh, Marion Gab and Marion Gabrick, which I imagine is just a contract, not yeah, hilarious. Who, who, knew, who knew Ottawa was still paying Marion Gabrick? Well, in fact, uh, did he ever like, play there? I don't think so. I think it was kind of like the Marion Hosa contract down in, in uh, Arizona, yeah. Well, T- Tampa Bay instantly put uh, both Nielsen and Gabrick on long time IR, so the, yeah, like the marks, the marks yeah. of our so, contract. So, I mean, that's. Over. I feel like that's an expensive man. I mean, Cedric Park, I mean, those are two good pieces. They had to get cap compliant. I guess, man, that's and a good pick, right? Second round? Yeah, second rounder. Ottawa's making good moves moves in the past uh, 24 months or so. Pockets pretty good. Yeah, and Braden Coburn's. A solid defenseman. I mean, and especially now with with Stanley Cup experience. I mean, it's invaluable to the to the roster of young players they've got going down there. Hopefully, for Ottawa's sake, he's only got a year left. I'd say. <laughs> Gabrick? <laughs> no, Coburn. Oh. Gabrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna bring Gabrick in this year. <laughs> Is um, he still playing somewhere? KHL, maybe. Could be. I bet. 
I bet he's just boating it around the fucking Mediterranean. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Kovalchuk went and signed back in the KHL. Uh, so his return to the NHL did not last too long. He uh, signed a two-year contract with the avant-garde. Uh, yeah, plus so, uh, Capitals lose uh, Kovalchuk, but they also signed Connor Sheary. Oh, I did not see that. Yes. So another penguin to the Capitals. I don't get it. <laughs> Dad's a Capitals fan now, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Breaking news. Pops uh, leaning towards the Caps. Um, he gets to watch his Sabres uh, open a couple games against Washington. So uh, um, I know he says he only gets the Caps on TV, but he'll get to watch the Sabres a lot more this year. Um, I mean, Dad and I will get to watch uh, Flyers, Penguins, hopefully, uh, in Key West. That's, I Very think nice. I'll be down there going down nice. to see him for four days. I mean, might as well. I might not get another chance. I'm not doing anything much right now. I can work from there. So I'm super excited for that. Nice. Yeah, Christine and I got our tickets to Key West for uh, anniversary uh, in April. Oh, fuck Very yeah, nice. dude. It's awesome. um, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on heading down there when I get back. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Tickets to Miami, uh, round trip, 60 bucks. Woo. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yep. QS wasn't bad. It was under two. Yeah. So. The good news is, uh, from continually buying, buying plane tickets for weddings and stuff that I thought I was going to, I now have like $500 of Delta credit. So. Well, you can definitely get the Key West and back for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, before we stray away from Ottawa, though, they also made a trade for Derek Stefan. Yeah, uh, that was for a uh, second round pick. Um, so they just add another depth center to that. Again, another another veteran player uh, who's been around a long time uh, added to that kind of mix of really young guys. Ottawa's really in, in, uh, impressing me with this offseason. Yeah, I mean, I think they've made a lot, a lot of good decisions the last few years, you know, with the trade with Duchesne to get him two, you know, chances at a first round or the first overall. Um, they've been just building up picks. Um, like, it's their fucking job to do that instead of win hockey games. But, um, <laughs> you know, the dumpster fire hopefully will be put out pretty quickly. Uh, also, I think they, they, who's their, you know, their coach is going to have a, it's going to be a lot on him, I feel like, to bring all these guys together in a, in a short season. And, um, you know, you can't start, we've said, with with struggling. you got to, right off the bat, be good. So, see if they can do it. We've got a lot of good names now. So, And their their first-round draft pick, uh, the German, Stutzel, yep. he's, been, he's been definitely a bright spot on an unfortunate uh, German team. Uh, I yeah, they got yeah, shoots of those look sick. Yeah, they got Germany got fucked. They were supposed to be pretty good until COVID was, hit that yeah, they hard. Had, they had like thirteen players have to <laughs> go home. I guess they only had like four D that game against Canada. That was that was fucked up by Canada to score sixteen, I think. But uh whatever. <laughs> I, I saw I saw um I think it was like uh from the first Mighty Ducks, uh when the Hawks like they're like yeah. uh it's not it, worth winning if you can't if you win can't big. Win. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! Yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah, this, this uh, year's the tournament's been odd, but obviously, COVID's had its uh, impact even there. Um, but uh, yeah, Senators look good. Who's their goalies right now? Uh, Matt Murray and um, Marcus Hodgeberg. Hodgeberg. Oh, the burger. The burger. Um, so we'll see. Matt Murray, he's got, you know, they're going to be paying him 6.25 for the next four years. Guy's a loser. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Ty? <laughs> uh, uh, anywho. <laughs> did we do all of... Oh, no, we forgot. And the Islanders um, traded for uh, Dimitri, Dimitro, Timoshoff, Uh he played for Detroit last year. That's probably why you don't recognize his name. Uh, but we traded him for future considerations. So, you know, bag of pucks for a guy with a little NHL experience. Yeah, never heard of him because you can't say his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's tough. Timoshoff, I'm pretty sure Timoshoff is right. 
Uh, last piece I have is Carl Carl Soderberg uh, signed a one year one million dollar contract with the Chicago Blackhawks. So the the Coyotes Shocker. just losing pieces. He's been there before, right? Uh, I don't think so. He was in Colorado, I think, most of his career. Yeah, then, Colorado, I definitely remember. And then uh, Phoenix, and then Phoenix, I think maybe a pit stop in Anaheim. Okay. Uh, but that's that's kind of it on the news and the movements. Uh, they announced the schedule and pretty much teams started started moving. I th- it's very clearly they were waiting on word uh, to when we were starting here. So, uh, but uh, so let's dive into the North Division. All right. Uh, okay. Fine. Huh? Let's go. You want to go world? You want to go world juniors first? Kinda, but it's fine. I don't care. Let's go. Let's go division. Let's go division. North division. All right, the north. The north. Um, so basically, let's just do uh, a rundown of, of who each of us uh, thinks makes it out of the north. So you, you kind of got to pick your top four teams. Um, I'll I'll give it a go. I like um, Toronto, obviously. Um, although I don't think they're going to be like dominant, dominant. Um, I do think it's still going to be close everywhere. They, the, the North is the one where you got three games against a couple teams and two. I mean, not three, uh, but nine uh, or ten. Right, yeah. right. Ten, ten against a couple, nine against the rest. And I think the ten battles of Alberta. Yep. Uh, and I think that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make it so hard for me because I like Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal. Um. And you guys and saw that it's if, like, sorry, it's like two and two every game. You know, it's go play Calgary for two games. You know, one one game in between, but you're playing them twice in their building. You know, in three days, and that's how it's every every game's like that. So you can go and sweep teams. You know, it's going to yeah, be interesting. Too. That's why I kind of think that the, that's going to determine. Um, Maybe that that fourth team that gets out is the Battle of Alberta there, and uh, I'm going to go with Calgary. Just I like what Edmonton's done, um, and I think they could easily get in over Montreal or Vancouver, maybe. But um, they've lost Klimberg for the season, and I don't think their goaltending is as good. Like Mark Clef bomb, Clef bomb, Clef bomb. I knew it was a K though. So you're saying Toronto and Calgary. I'm writing these down for you guys, by the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with... <laughs> yeah, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary. All right. Um, God. I should give Winnipeg more love, but uh, uh, they, they just seem like they underperform. Yeah, I mean, for... they lost Shifley last year, too, for a pretty good amount of time. Oh, God, I don't even know. Um, Just start, start from where you think, where you know, Lou. All right. I, I like Toronto and Montreal. Those, I think, are going to be my – those are my two that I think are going to make it. God, the rest of it's so tough. The only thing uh, – the only one I don't – I'm pretty comfortable saying isn't going to make it is Ottawa. They're going to obviously make strides, and I think this division might be the closest of them all. Uh, but – Oh, it's hard to say. Edmonton in a short season could dry sidle and McDavid, you know, just will them in. I could see it happening. Um, all right. I'm going to take. Now, honestly, the Battle of Alberta takes a toll. I'm going Vancouver and Winnipeg. That's the other two. Gotcha. All right. I got Toronto as well. They got a fucking. You know, it's their one year where they don't have the bees to stop them or the lightning. So they got to take advantage of that. I definitely got Vancouver. Um, I feel like those young guns they got are just going to carry them. Um, and Holtby, if he could stay healthy, he'll be huge for them. Uh, then, um, oh man, yeah, this is tough. I, I want to say Montreal, that lineup looks great. Um, so I'm going to say them. And 
I don't want to have the same picks as Lou, but Winnipeg <laughs> might bounce back. I'm going to say Edmonton because short season, if Drysaddle and McDavid stay healthy, they can get hot and just fucking win a million games, scoring a million goals. So, um, boom, we all got different picks. There we go. Yeah, uh, a, a very consensus Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. Uh, a little surprised that we're all that high on Vancouver. I, I'm i starting to doubt that as we talk about it, uh, <laughs> thinking about Winnipeg. Honestly. I doubted but, them. Uh, I doubted them on their free agency, but I've, I've come around on, on them. And I really think Holtby is going to be huge. Yeah, yeah I think, I, I, I think mean, we're going to see, the, sorry, go ahead. Siege. I, I just, I was going to say, I think that that the playoff run that they made last year with the, the, the young guys on that team is going to be uh, really good for them. They got momentum at least, even though it's a weird season. Yeah, and I think we're really gonna we're really gonna see teams shine that have the the two arguably starter goalies uh, in between uh, Thatcher Demko and and Holpe. There, they're gonna be able to rock guys back to back with pretty good confidence. At least one out of those three teams are not gonna make the playoffs: Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, cause yeah, it's because yeah, because we all picked them, one hundred percent. It's possible two out of three don't, but uh, oh, for sure. Um, it's like seventy. It's like eighty-three percent chance one of them. Then it's like forty percent chance two of them, and twenty-five percent chance all three down. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Toronto doesn't come out of that division, there's going to be major problems there. There might be riots in Canada over this season. There's going to be so much hockey played between Canadian teams that there might just be like <laughs> fans. Fans will storm the arena and attack the locker rooms or something like that. <laughs> Let us have. I wish um, I might have to, I might have to like uh, pay for like a to get like Canadian broadcast somehow. Like, can you? I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts up there. I mean, you get NHL Game Pass. You're gonna be watching the Canadian. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, true. We gotta talk about some business here. Uh, do we have that? Yeah, uh, so it'll I, it'll auto renew. So I just gotta remember to Venmo request you guys for like. Do we have bucks. to? Okay, we can't put it on the uh, HBHS uh, account. I mean, it's for research I mean, purposes. I can if you guys want me to. I'll pull seventy-five. I'll just pay for it and pull seventy-five out of that. What else are we gonna use it for? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm obviously cool with that. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's do that. I, I don't think we'll we'll make it all back in a year, so maybe we'll have to pay every other year. But, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we're at 125 right now, so. <laughs> all right. All right. Doing all right. We're doing all right. Still, <laughs> still the, uh, still the two, the two champions. Pops at five bucks a month, and she fucking Chad, 99 cents every goddamn month. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend! Uh, I love that kid. <laughs> we talked to him over Christmas. I talked to him over Christmas. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get him on again. Yeah. Yeah. Second I mean, best he's donor. Our- Second best donor, yeah, we gotta have. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right, did you notice? I don't know if, how deeply you guys looked into the schedule. I, I've been, uh, you know, jonesing for my hockey, so uh, I've <laughs> analyzed a little bit. But it, do you guys have like one team that you play a lot of one-offs against? Because I feel like the Islanders go play everyone like two at a time, except for Boston. We almost never play Boston twice. I didn't realize there were any of those. Yeah. Uh, like, we start the season, I think, Rangers, Rangers, one against Boston, and then maybe Philly after that? I, I don't remember who was after that. Maybe it was the Caps. But, uh, but yeah, I, unless we go to Boston, we play them once. And I think that's because Boston probably comes in and plays Rangers, Islanders. Oh, okay. Flyers have won. With the Bruins and Rangers, but yeah, uh, no, I don't know. I'm not sure. The uh, Bruins, I guess. Bruins, maybe the Bruins are the team. Flyers have it with the Bruins a couple times, but the uh, Bruins probably have the most travel of anyone in that division. No, we don't have a single one off. Every single game is at least two games. A lot of them are three, or That's or they bounce. Uh, the, the New York teams actually maybe. I think because Pittsburgh has the farthest to travel. 
Yeah, well, Pittsburgh has, has Buffalo right there, though. I don't know. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's they're a lot. They're, <laughs> Pittsburgh and Buffalo are closer together than Boston and any other city of the division. I'll just say that. Well, hopefully there's a sporkle made for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get harder in the other divisions. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, I mean, uh, yeah, they're all in pretty, pretty nice shape. They're going to have to travel not, not that much. So the train rides may be fun, you know, doing a lot of those D.C. to New York to Philly to Boston. Yeah. All pretty good cities. Good old uh, I-95 corridor. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Ty, you want to get into World Juniors here? Yeah, fuck yeah. What have you guys been watching? You guys uh, see the games on Christmas and stuff like that? I haven't been able to watch because I don't have cable, so I don't have the NHL network. So I, I've yet to be able to, like, I really just need to hop on and find a stream. Um, yeah, let me know if you do because uh, I only watched the games when I was at Mikey's. Now I'm back home, but uh, I've been catching highlights and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I've been watching highlights too. So you know, they struggled against Russia. The, the that goalie Spencer Knight, who was hyped up, uh, kind of had a rough one. You know, see, I don't know if you saw it, the third goal. He had a real bad clear, and kid just put it in yeah. empty net. He almost got back in, but it was a good shot. Um, and he was out of the net. Um, and then that game was worse than the score showed too. Like big time. the U.S. Like, came back a little bit at the end. That was the one garbage uh, garbage time goals. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one game I did get to see all the way through. Um, and number one, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, Larry Anna? Yeah, the coach? Yeah, he looked he looked incredible. Um, <laughs> like, st- straight out of, like, a uh, miracle, I feel like uh, they looked. Uh, uh, and they dominated us. Um, yeah. I thought I thought they looked a little bigger. They looked a little bit better on the puck. I thought they were much better in the neutral zone. Um, I don't know if it was any. I know that Larionov was making them play as five man units, so I don't know if it was a little of that. Like uh, you don't see that that often. Maybe that was disrupting the neutral zone quite a bit. But their sticks were good, and the U.S. didn't look uh, hungry enough, really. Yeah, the U.S. was kind of trying to get in the zone by themselves and not gaining a lot of speed to the neutral zone. I agree, but uh, but they both had different results in the, in the second contest. Uh, yeah, the U.S. won eleven nothing against Austria, and Russia lost yesterday to the Czechs. Yeah, the, uh, they were <laughs> Czech celebration goalie stood on his Czech goalie stood on his head, obviously, but uh, they played played a really good game and. Fucking right, it's the Czechs, so Americans got to play them um, tomorrow. So that should be a good game. Yeah, it worries, exciting. That, that worries me, though, because now I think uh, we probably need to beat Sweden to get the the one or the two spot coming out of the group, um, which would... Well, Czech beating Russia is huge. So now if we can beat Czech, um, yeah... Well, I think it's differential, not uh, head-to-head. So I think we'll have that over Russia. So if Russia's two, uh, yeah, they'll probably only have one loss here, right? No, because they haven't played Sweden yet. It's not. It's right, all up there. Right, I mean, so, but it's going to be tough. Sweden, probably, Sweden smoked the Czech Republic, so they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, that, yeah Sweden. Sweden's... Uh, another team that looks a little bigger than everybody else. Uh, so I'd be interested to see, see that play the, the Russians, but uh, they had that, uh, six, eight been that through the legs goal. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't Thomas been Holmstrom. that impressed by, um, yeah, that's, uh, Holmstrom. The, uh, no, no, I was I'm, saying he looks like the new Thomas. Holmstrom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a Holmstrom on their team, though. And he's an Islanders prospect. Shocker. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I got confused for a second. But uh, I lost my... Oh, uh, I wonder if there is a little uh, goalie issue. Obviously, um, the Austrians are a much more inferior team, but Justin Wolf did start that game for the Americans, and he didn't give up any goals when he went in relief of Spencer Knight against the Russians. 
Um, I, yeah, I'm a big... I mean, he had like 12 shots on him in the Austria game, like, and they weren't really anything. I'd be, I'm interested to see who they start for sure. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm kind of a big Wolf guy, uh, but that's, uh, I mean, he's a, a, he's Everett Silvertip. He's one of the, one of the best goalies in the WHL. Um, okay. So I, I have a little bit of, I, I mean, I don't have WHL numbers in front of me to prove it, but he's definitely one of the top goalies in that league. Um, and one of the reasons why Everett was so good every year, uh, or at least the last three years. Um, but I mean, Spencer Knight is the top American goaltending prospect and he's the drafted guy. So I don't know how much that goes into it. I'm sure that it's just a matter of who can get us the win. So they don't yeah. practice though. I wonder yeah, I think... how often into the, sorry, Lou, real quick. Uh, I wonder how often in the coach's mind you're thinking, who do I start? Because I, I can pull them at the right moment to get this goalie hot going into the playoffs, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think in tournaments like this, you just you kind of ride the hot hand. So it would not shock me, Siege, if you're right. If you see, uh, if you see Wolf starting over Spencer Knight, uh, just because he's the hot goalie right now. And, and in these fast tournaments where you're just playing, you know, in two weeks you're going to play all 16 games or whatever. Um, uh, it's usually the hot hand you want to ride. So, like you see it in the Olympics all the time. Well, and it's going to be important because you're about to go play the Czechs who have maybe the hottest goalie in the tournament right now. Mm-hmm. So hot. And heck, I mean, if Russia, um, <laughs> like if Sweden beats up on Russia and Czech comes out and beats the U.S., all of a sudden uh, they're in much higher contention, although USA does have a, the best goal differential in the group. Boom. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So it should be fun. It's been uh Good, good. Watching the uh, prospects of everyone's teams and stuff. Yeah. Tough to see uh, who's the the Blackhawks guy, um, Kirby Doc. Tough to see that. <laughs> yeah, you see the picture uh, of his wrist. Yeah. yeah, it was such a harmless play too. It was so yeah. weird. That was a weird one. It it, it was like uh, he what did he just jam his wrist into? Uh, I think the body the body of the guy. Basically, I, I think mean, it, it it had to have hit the stick. Like I, I can't think of any like I feel like no part of your padding is that hard enough to do that to your wrist. But I mean, I've, this is no. the guy that's never played. I mean, so I think I broke my hand off just like padding. Really? Yeah. Like bracing for a hit. Um, so yeah, but that wasn't even. They weren't even like going that fast. I don't know. It was crazy. It sucks because he's gonna miss some time for the Blackhawks in the short season, and so like, sure. that's exactly why you don't play if you're gonna be a. a an actual part of an NHL team, so hate to see yeah. it, but you should have done that, Chicago. I mean, but if you're Chicago, uh, does it matter? Especially he, I mean, especially he gets he gets elected captain, so he gets to go be a leader of that team. And I mean, the way he played in the playoffs, I mean, hypothetically, over the next you know five years, when you eventually lose Jonathan Taves to either, you know. He decides to move on because he wants more money than a million a year, or, or he just retires. I mean, Kirby Doc's gonna—I would assume—if he continues on the trajectory, uh, become their number one center and kind of be their guy. Hopefully. I was excited. I was excited to see him in the tournament just because of how well he played in the playoffs, and he's—he's he's a big guy too. So mm-hmm. uh, he could have been like a real dominant force out there for Canada and a Canadian team that um, didn't look all that good against Slovakia. Maybe they played down to their level a little bit, but because uh, obviously they look good in the opener. But yeah, yeah. they definitely uh, were hyped up for the opener and <laughs> and uh, slowed down. But um, they're still going to be, you know, come out of that side pretty easily. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still the odds-on favorite to win this thing. I think they said something like their roster's got like twenty first-round picks on it or something like that, and that's without Alexis Lafreniere. So, right. 20 out of 22 kids, yeah. Every single forward. So like, <laughs> there's a fourth line of number one picks. <laughs> you fucking pussies. You got 27th, 29th. 
<laughs> how about uh, how much do you think that's in the locker room just guys ripping on each other for being like ah you're the 25th overall pick probably not not ever but no <laughs> i don't know uh, maybe <laughs> it's in order of their picks <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the 30th picks by the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the two guys that aren't in the first round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit outside. <laughs> <laughs> they got to share a locker. Yeah, well, uh, I hope, well, because getting that, that, yeah, I don't think we're. I don't think the U.S. is going to finish first or second. I think it's going to be probably Russia or Sweden, and then which means we're going to have to play the Finns or the Canadians. Well, USA is sitting number two right now. Uh, that that gold differential is huge, but I don't, but Russia has not played Austria. I don't think. And we still have to play Sweden. Mm-hmm. And the Czech Republic, who just beat Russia. Yeah, I'm hoping that that's a fluke and we can beat the Czechs and then, you know, maybe have a big game against Sweden and climb into a spot where we can play, uh, what, is it, it's the top four from each uh, cross? Is that how it works or do more teams make it? To the- I think it's uh, usually six. Yeah. It's usually six and I don't know if there's and a buy. Buys. Yeah. Must be. Pull up the schedule, see if it has. Uh, I think that's. I think that's right. Uh, I've been basing all my opinions off the fact that only. Uh, no, it's it is it is eight. It is there's four quarterfinal games on the schedule. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah so, so everybody gets in. No, all but one. Oh yeah, and the bottom two and each get relegated each year. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yep. Nice. So, uh, Looking like Austria, and man, that would suck if Germany gets relegated out of this tournament because they're. I mean, I imagine they'll bounce right back into it um, the following year, but that would uh, sink. Yeah. So, uh, how do you guys feel about your NFL teams? I want to start with uh, Lou because CJ's is much better. <laughs> uh, I mean, the defense is still the defense. Uh, if Ben can figure out what he could do, what he did in the the second half last year, uh, last week, and then the in the fourth quarter against the Browns, or I mean against the the Bengals, uh, then great. Uh, but we're not going anywhere because we don't run the football. I mean, we just yeah. we just Steelers they, uh, run they game. Don't run the football. They don't even try. <laughs> like. like I th- I think they might have under forty rush forty rushes the last like six weeks. Like it's brutal. I mean, it's like I, that's <laughs> wild. That's yeah. I you can't laughing. win like that. Like I, I understand that James Conner has been out. He's been on the COVID list a couple times, and they were out with their center Marquise Pouncey for a bit. Um, so like, but you can't run the ball like four times, and I expect to win a football game. Because they don't have to play defense against the run, they don't have to try. Um, they do it predictably too. I was laughing yeah. uh, watching before they started to come back on the Colts, which shocked me uh, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a Pittsburgh hater, really. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, but I was laughing with Rob. I was like, I was like, watch this another another run for no yards on first down and then three pass plays. Mm-hmm. And it happened like a couple times. And once on the goal line, I was like, guaranteed run right here. It gets stopped. And uh, they ran, got stopped. Uh, ben threw a bad pass for an incompletion. And I, I think they had to settle for a field goal. That's eventually. the thing, too. In the first half of these last two games, Ben has looked really bad. Like, missing guys by miles. Uh, underthrowing guys by a lot. Like, it, so... I don't know if he needs to play a half of football before the start of each game so that he's actually in form for the whole thing. Uh, but uh, I don't, and it's wild because, and I don't know, maybe this is because of so many games in a row with the bye having to come in week four. 
but you look at this team, the first eight weeks versus the last, it's not even close, except for the defense. I mean, uh, you saw a little also, bit of strain on them with the injuries to the D-line, so they're not quite getting after quarterbacks as fat quick, but uh, but T.J. Watt's still doing his thing. So, Also, take this with the grain of salt that I just said that I'm kind of a Pittsburgh hater, but they're, the first half of the Steelers season was against a weak schedule. Oh, the whole schedule was weak, Siege. For sure. <laughs> we had, I think we had the third or fourth uh, easiest schedule in the league this year. Yeah. Um, so, still be yeah. the Ravens twice, though. And Juju dances on logos. Uh, he's not doing that anymore. He's he's decided to stop. <laughs> Don't know why he was doing that to begin with. Yeah, but we know why he stopped. Well, yeah, it's because... <laughs> The whole world was screaming. Got jacked him. up. Well, yeah, that. I also, I don't know how that wasn't a fucking hit to the head. Fucking crown of his helmet hit chin, primary point of impact. But I am a biased Steelers fan, so looks good to we me. won't get into that. <laughs> looks good to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ty, to your fun part, Siege. Yeah, how um, Jets Jets doing? They're, they might blow getting Justin Fields now if they keep winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. How to see him in the NFL? <laughs> yep, yep. Two game win streak uh, for the Gang Green, um, uh, and we we no longer get the first pick. Uh, too good for that. So um, <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to fill in uh, the other gaps, which is like the whole team uh, <laughs> around Sam Darnold. So you know, it's uh, we're still gonna get someone good. Um, not to mention a new coach. But, yeah, I was going to say, uh, do you, would you rather, even if they had gotten the number one pick, would you have wanted them to even just like move that to get like four and 12 or something like that? No, if you're going to no. stick with Sam Darnold? No, no. Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be kind of a generational guy. Um, although I do think he fits really well in Jacksonville and, and uh, makes that team pretty good. Uh, they're only a couple years off of what an AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah. they've also moved um, all of those have, players. Yeah, they don't have the same defense they had uh, then, obviously. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I sent I sent you guys the the picture of the the guy labeled Jets with the pipe labeled Jets about to hit the guy labeled yeah, Jets. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? It's not like it's not like they're gonna lose on purpose. And we beat the Rams and the Browns. And yeah. we might have kicked the Browns out of the playoffs. I mean, it's not the official kick them out of the playoffs, but they have to win next week. Yeah. Yeah, the AFC or the yeah, the AFC is tight with uh the AFC South and the wild cards, five teams at ten and five. It's gonna be wild. CJ, are you currently holding um the Heineman family football trophy? Ooh. Yeah, it might be in the pod. Uh, uh, sorry, Aunt Linda. Well, uh, never sent it on. This is oh, the worst year. To to Aunt Linda. <laughs> this is the worst year I've had in probably ever. Yeah, you hear Lou preparing to get the trophy already. <laughs> I mean, a lot of I, I don't know if enough can change, though. Oh, that's nice. that's the thing. You've been ahead for a while, and and like the only big things that can change, I think are i'd have to check it but uh like if the browns fall out i didn't have the browns in um so that doesn't hurt me uh in indy i think i did have in so that's only like it's i've looked at it a couple times and i think now that it's only one week left i don't i don't know if i can fall out of it but now that i've said that i'm definitely going to the right things are going to happen and i'm going to lose to uncle tom but um hope so um, yeah, it's, it's not so much. It's not so much what could happen to your points, but if if things happen that don't affect you, that give other people points. Yeah. Uh, but Ty, what about you? How are you? How are your Eagles? How are you feeling about your Eagles? Um, yeah, they're I wanna, done. I want to fire the coach. Wanted to for a while. Jalen Hurts is the future. Trade Carson Wentz. Get rid of him. Tough contract to move, though. I <laughs> wish we would have uh, fired Peterson a while ago, so we could have, you know. Maybe bought Carson Wentz some time. We haven't even started paying him that contract yet. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought maybe we could be the Cowboys and 
we actually ran the ball for two series and we got two touchdowns and then we just stopped running it. I was just like, ah, but now I can just enjoy the playoffs. Um, I kind of want the Cowboys to get, I kind of want the Cowboys to get in, but yeah, I'm a huge Bills fan right now. Um, I don't know. I, I would go to Bleacher Bar for the game tonight, but, um, I'd only get to stay for like an hour. Fucking curfew rules. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'll watch it at home. Nobody circles the wagons. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that everyone's like Bills fans all of a sudden. It's, well, I mean, they've always. I've always been a fan. Well, I think we all kind of have always wanted the Bills to do well. Maybe except CJ because they're yeah, ran up, but <laughs> and I ran a Bills bar for two years. Yeah, so. I mean that that kind of bleeds into you. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's uh, although just a, <laughs> although I ran Boston sports bars for four years, and I hate those teams still. <laughs> well, Red Sox kind of got team. you, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Go Sox, kid. <laughs> it's, it's Eagle. It's, I mean, it's easy uh, having that uh, NFC team to to jump on a, a Bills bandwagon. You know, you're only going to ever see them in the Super Bowl. Sure, but sure. they're yeah. I mean, that'd be like. It'd be like me all of a sudden liking the Redskins. Uh, if if you started liking the Redskins all of a sudden, right. I wouldn't be that happy not, about it. Yeah, um, especially because they're not even a team. <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 Patriots finally fall out of grace, and the Bills and the fucking Dolphins make the playoffs. <laughs> so, and we don't, and we, and we can only win uh, two games in a row to. To lose the first pick, you know. It's, uh, well, I mean, when you got a guy like Ryan Fitzmagic out there throwing throwing dimes with his head getting ripped off, yeah, it's uh, so funny. That was, that was ridiculous. Tua complete was like seventeen for like twenty two, but only threw for like ninety three yards. <laughs> like that's hard to do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then Fitzpatrick <laughs> throws Fitzpatrick throws it eight times for two hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> and that well, last I, toss was ridiculous. The end of that game was wild. Yeah, that was a great game. We were <laughs> never that good with Fitzpatrick, but I really liked him. You were the you were the every other. It's every other team, man. He'll just like he'll roll into a team and win like eight games straight. They'll pay him a contract, and then and then he's terrible the next year. He's got his he's yeah. He's got his flashes of magic everywhere. It's his magic. It's his magic. <laughs> Yeah, uh, good guy. Yeah, he's got some good, like, mic'd up moments, too. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, did you see last night's game? Absolute classic December game in Lambeau. Oh, yeah. And and just, I was surprised because I was thinking, man, snow game, that kind of benefit, that kind of turns to the run a little bit. Like, this might be a better game than I thought. And then just Green Bay just, I mean, shut him down. That reminds me, yeah. Uh, uh, congrats to Parlor's bass player Matt DeSilva on winning the Men's on Memorial League uh, trophy this year. Fantasy football, he took it home. Mm, very nice. I'm about to take home mine. We did a pick this year, and going into the last week, I think I'm 10 games up. So that's almost almost a shoe in, too. What is a pick so we basically pick every game against the spread each week, and then we for tiebreakers we pick uh, wow. the scores of two games and okay. the um, and the highest and lowest scores each week. Well, that we we're talking fantasy. <clears throat> it is fantasy. It's a pick'em league. Yeah, I'm still gonna win the yeah. two hundred bucks. Fantasy football is like the players, like. There's lots of different games yeah. you can play. That's just gambling. Well, we're doing it against each other in a league, though. <laughs> okay. All right. It's on the Yahoo Fantasy app. I'm playing fantasy football. I don't know what you want from me. Interesting. <laughs> it's like, uh, There's a game they offer. You can play a survival league, too. Also gambling. Yeah, Although, but it's in the fantasy, it's in the yeah, fantasy it's, section. You don't have to be in New Jersey to play. True. Money is just because you don't want to you pay your friends. Okay, I got you. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. So I guess it depends on where your lines of what is fantasy. I would just I would just call that a pool, but that's fine. Good for Yahoo. 
Um, all righty. Well, um, we need to do uh, pop stars of the week. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go. Uh, is Oh, no. Shit. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! No! I'm going to make sure I I'm going to make sure I say a name right so I don't butcher it or butcher myself here. Nope, he's already fumbling his words. Who is my plastic of the week? Okay, yeah. I don't know why I don't know why I faltered on that in my brain. Uh, I'm going to go Doug Armstrong because he's he's somehow finagled uh, Mike Hoffman into a, a tryout uh, with the rest of the league apparently not able to sign him. Findangled. Nice. Juggy. Sticking with (laughs) Juggy foot week. It's all gone now. (laughs) Just full of them, aren't you, Ty? Um, Who is Montreal's GM? Uh, The former Boston. Oh, no, that was head coaches. Bergevin, I want to say. The Bergevin? I thought that was Ottawa, but... uh... You know, that's pretty close geographically. Um, but uh, Montreal's GM gets my five star of the week. Uh, that lineup that they put together is is good all the way through. Four, they, four good lines. Uh, I mean, defense. I think the defense pairings are uh, Ben Sherratt and Weber first, and then uh, Edmondson and um, the young kid. Petrie, mm-hmm. oh, Pouliot, Ben Pouliot, not Sherrod. I'm getting the. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, you the defense right, is good. They got Oh, nice. Well, I that's Tyler that. being right. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I thought. Yeah, but uh, no. and then Annette, uh, Carey Price, and Jake Allen. Like I, I mean, Lou said earlier, uh, you're going to need both goalies uh, with all these back to backs. Um. And so, yeah, I, I think he's put together a good team for this weird season. Uh, I'm going to do dad's Buffalo Bills head coach, Sean McDermott. I think uh, he might win coach of the year. Um, and they've had a great season. Hopefully they clinch a, a home game tonight against the Pats. That would be sweet to, to kind of end on that on a high note. And, uh, you know, they can rest some guys next week. Can't get a buy, I don't think, because Kansas City locked that up. But uh, yeah, go Bills, baby! All right. So unless you guys got anything that, else, who does that put the the Bills against? Like the are they number two in the AFC? Yeah, they will be number two. Yeah. So they're gonna play whatever that ten, whatever ten and five team makes it. It's all so close. Yeah, it could be any of those. Five teams. I think it's Tennessee, Cleveland, uh, Indianapolis, Baltimore, and Miami. Damn. <laughs> so right now, yeah, right now they're playing Cleveland, but they'll they'll play whatever right. that bottom That's team. Is. Five, five teams. Are all yeah. Does Cle- but Cleveland plays the Steelers in Cleveland, right? Uh, I don't know if that game is in Cleveland or not. And and the, it the is Steelers, in Cleveland, yes. And the Steelers have the third spot locked up. They're twelve and three, so if Buffalo doesn't win tonight. They're still at the second spot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Buffalo. It's a big kind of big game tonight, which is nice. So we really can't predict any matchups in the AFC. Not really, because the wild card's so tight too. That could shuffle all around. And and the South Division is not even set. So uh, mm-hmm. who does who does Tennessee and Indianapolis play next week? Tennessee plays Houston. Jags. And wow, yeah. So that, that's two wins. Those well, the only, hey, Indy you plays see, Jags, you see yeah. uh, JJ Watts rant. That man might have five sacks next week. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson could still put up a million points. Like, you never know with Houston. I, w- I would say. I would Deshaun say. Deshaun Watson's bo- very good. I would say both sucks. those games are susceptible to upsets. I know Indies look good and, and Jaguars stink. But, you know, now they, they got Lawrence locked up. They can win a game. Yeah. Go out there and fucking. <laughs> play, Watch out for Gardner Minshew. Play spoiler. You never know, you know. 
they were they were uh, playing close with the Bears at first, and the Jets were up. And I, I'm looking at uh, my brother-in-law, like like the Jets, the Jets are going to get a chance here. The Jags are going to beat the Bears, and then we're going to beat the fucking Browns. And uh, yeah, that's what I that's what that's what Tyler Haley was saying. He said that exact same thing. <laughs> that's a true Jets fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just with their forehead in their palms for most of the season. It's the second year in a row he's renounced, like formally renounced his fandom to the Jets. And I was like, "Well, you did that." I was like, "Well, you did that last year." He was like, "Shut up." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Siege, have you ever watched uh, the guy KFC from Barstool? He does like these. One minute, like called the one minute man on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, dude, his Jets rants are so funny. (laughs) He's good. He's good. I like, uh, um, I like the dude better, the the bigger guy with uh, the dark beard. Um, Big Cat. Yeah, he's a a Chicago Bears fan. He had a funny thing just going about how he just cannot have the Packers win another Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's great PMT pardon my take is oh great pod I did, I did uh, finish uh, The Mandalorian ah the second season uh, yeah nice thought it was good yeah yeah Fucking and sweet. did you see the, the end credits that we're gonna get uh, the book of Bubba Fett mm-hmm. yeah hell yeah uh, next year yeah, Disney Plus is gonna rip. And I little. also, I guess I, I guess I never realized where it was in the timeline. So post episode six, pre episode seven. Yep. Yeah, this one's like I think it's like it's supposed to be like five years or ten years after uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, and then the yeah, the episode seven. How do they, they make Mark Hamill look like the seventies Mark Hamill? Uh, it's basically it's computer learning called deep fake. Oh, you yeah. even know the program name? Well, it's not. It's more of a method than a program. Beep, boop. Basically, you feed a computer images of a face, and the more images you feed it, the more it can learn how a person is gonna like, like look with each feature, and then you can literally like put that. On someone else's face. It also Computers helps. Computers are Mark eating Hamill. faces now. <laughs> it. it um... <laughs> okay, so you're going to be able to do Mark Hamill still alive. Like... What do you feed it? Bath salts. It's, it's the same thing they used for uh, Tarkin in the new ones, and um, Princess Leia in Rogue One. Darkin, yeah, but Darkin, it looked Darkin. even a even better yeah. now. So they're the, getting the, te- better the technology it. is better, and it helps that Mark Hamill's still alive. Mm, indeed. They could, yeah, did, they, does that mean they that could, they used Mark Hamill and put younger Mark Hamill's face on, on Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill? Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's technology, man. Have you ever seen the uh, the deep fake of uh, Bill Hader doing his uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression? I think I've seen I've seen some of these before. Yeah. No, what's that? I, well, somebody on there, he did he did a Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, and it's very good. So someone took a deep fake of Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuck it on his face, and it's creepy because it looks <laughs> looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and his voice is good. It really helps when you have like it really sells it when you have, and that's why it helps to have Mark Hamill is you can have the mannerisms, you have that that exact body motion. It's a very uh, alarming thing when all of a sudden it's someone who's not like fit the body type and and does weird things that that person doesn't do. <laughs> wow! Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's a pretty interesting rabbit hole and, and a slightly uh, frightening one uh, if you ever decide to go down it. Um, yeah, the whole computers are an existential threat is becoming more and more of a, an issue for sure. All right, uh, you boys have anything else? Certainly not. Good job, right, boys. I think so. Yeah, got, next episode the... we'll do the other divisions. The 
West or, well, we have what? Three weeks, right? So we can do all of them. I do not have three weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe next next week. We'll just be quick about it. I mean, yeah, we we read, we ran through that one in like, it's because normally we go through like every team and this time we just picked who we thought the four were coming out. And I think that was the toughest division. To pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of them like that. Besides the Metro, that's going to be tough for us. Yeah, Metro will also, well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Maybe not. We have our likes and dislikes. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty. Uh, So as always, go go check out our very good friends, Parlors. They're a great band out of New York City, uh, and they allow us to use their great song, State Lines, their intro and outro music that you guys listen to each and every week. You can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hockey.